Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, March 3rd, and happy 26th birthday to pop star Camila Cabello. Half of my heart is in Havana, oh, na, na. Hey, hey. He took me back to East Atlanta, na, na, na. Uh. I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Mall of Georgia Dodge Jeep Chrysler. Gwinnett police found a teen's body while following up on a missing persons case in Lawrenceville. 23 GCPS schools were named as AP Honor Schools, and we get our sports update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. Plus, we have five events to get you out there this weekend. We'll have all of this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford or go online and find them at malloftgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. Gwinnett County Police are investigating the death of a teen who was found dead on Payton Mill Trail in unincorporated Lawrenceville. The 16-year-old male's body was found about 1.05 p.m. behind a house located at 651 Payton Mill Trail. Police discovered the body while visiting the house to conduct a follow-up on a missing persons case that they were investigating. The teen had been shot. Anyone who has information about the teen's death is asked to call detectives or Crime Stoppers, which lets tipsters remain anonymous. Please head to GwinnettDailyPost.com for more updates. The Georgia Department of Education recently released the list of AP Honor Schools, with 23 Gwinnett County Public High Schools making one or more of the lists. Several Gwinnett schools were recognized in more than one category. Paul Duke STEM High School and Mountain View High School made the list in all seven categories in which they are eligible, while Archer, Brookwood, Decula, Duluth, Grayson, Lanier, and Mountain View High Schools made the list in six of seven categories in which they are eligible. Daniel West, Gwinnett County Public Schools Chief Learning Officer, says the recognition is a testament to the dedication of the district's educators. AP exams are administered by the College Board, which also administers the SAT. AP courses are one of several ways Georgia students can access college-level learning at the high school level. Students who earn a 3, 4, or 5 on an AP exam may receive college credit. The 2023 AP Honor Schools were named in eight categories based on the results of 2022 AP courses and exams. Please head over to GwinnettDailyPost.com for a full list of schools and honors. Look, kids! I just got my party invitations back from the printers. Come to Homer's BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. What's that extra B for? That's a typo. The Sip and Swine Barbecue Festival not only touts some of the best Kansas City-style barbecue in America, but it also impacts the future in extremely positive ways. 
The festival is set Friday and Saturday at Cool Ray Field in Lawrenceville. More than 100 professional and shade tree barbecue competitors from 12 states and two continents will vie for the coveted People's Choice Tasting Award in an event sanctioned by the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Admission and parking are free for the two-day porcine extravaganza, which also features some 80 craft vendors and 40 food vendors. Now in its eighth year, the Sip and Swine Barbecue Festival was originally established as a fundraiser for Home of Hope at Gwinnett Children's Shelter in Buford. Home of Hope is focused on ending homelessness two generations at a time, providing service for homeless infants and children up to 17 years old, along with their young mothers. The nonprofit also aids teenagers aging out of the foster care system. The festival has grown to feature brands, crafts, and family-friendly activities, and this year's event is expected to be the largest to date. Proceeds from competition and vendors' fees, raffle ticket sales, and the purchase of People's Choice Taster Kits all go to Home of Hope. Thus far, the festival has raised $742,000 on behalf of the Children's Shelter. For more information about the Sip and Swine Barbecue Festival, visit sipsandswine.com. For more information about Home of Hope at Gwinnett Children's Shelter, visit homeofhopegcfs.com. Is E.T. hanging around the Lawrenceville Square? Maybe he's buying comic books at the Galactic Quest before heading over to the Strange Taco for dinner? We'll leave that to the pundits, both inside and outside the peanut gallery, to debate. Regardless of whether you believe in aliens or not, Lawrenceville has notched a number one ranking on what some people might consider a weird list. The most likely places in America to see a UFO. According to BonusFinder.com, you have a higher chance of seeing strange objects in the sky over Lawrenceville than you are in the skies over places like Sedona, Arizona, and Greenville, South Carolina, which came in at numbers two and three on the list, respectively, or the state capital of Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, which is number four on the list. BonusFinder.com ranks cities based on how many sightings there have been for every 10,000 residents rather than the total number of sightings. Sedona, with 96 sightings, would be number one if the latter criteria were the determining factor since Lawrenceville had only 67 sightings. But it's sightings per capita that determine the rankings, and Lawrenceville, which is home to Gwinnett County Airport at Briscoe Field, by the way, was number one in that regard. The city reached the top spot with 144.64 alleged sightings per 10,000 people, according to BonusFinder.com. The sightings lasted on average 15.47 minutes. Hey guys, Wayne here with Peggy Slappy Properties. The team and I are ready to make the assist and help you find your next home. Serving Gwinnett County and surrounding areas for 40 years, our veteran lineup will make shopping for a house a slam dunk. Call us at 770-271-5555 or check us out online at psponline.com. Whatever your real estate needs, our team of experienced professionals is here to serve you. Buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's our priority. Peggy Slappy Properties is a trusted market leader in the greater Gwinnett area for 40 years and counting. Everyone is worried about inflation, and for many on a fixed income, Tom M. Wages Funeral Service Prefunding Funeral Prearrangements allows you to beat inflation. Because we put your money in a trust, Tom M. Wages is able to guarantee your family will not have to pay the future costs of goods and services, regardless of how much it increases in the future. Prices will always go up. 
A sure way to save money and beat inflation is to pre-fund your pre-arranged funeral today. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. Engineer Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a stable dry foundation. With over 30 years of experience and a lifetime of support, residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. For basement waterproofing and repairs to your foundation. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a four-pack of tickets to Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets to go to Fernbank. And now GDP Sports Editor Will Hammock joins us for our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we're back with Will Hennick, the editor of the Gwinnett Daily Post Sports section. And, Will, we're, uh, we got a lot of basketball to talk about this week. Yeah, and uh, the 7A level Gwinnett girls have uh, really been dominating the bracket. Uh, three of the four final four teams in 7A are from Gwinnett. And, uh, could have been four for four. Gwinnett uh, played, played uh, Central Gwinnett played McEachern close into the fourth quarter, and McEachern ended up busting up the uh, Gwinnett party there. But it's uh, we, we got Norcross girls and uh, playing Buford girls in one semifinal, and then Brookwood will play McEachern. And the other semifinal, all four of those teams uh, got it done in the quarterfinals. Norcross had to survive another Gwinnett team. They had a, a battle into the fourth quarter with Archer uh, to get there. Buford kind of coasted in uh, to the semis. They they beat North Paulding pretty well. And uh, and Brookwood had to make some plays late uh, to beat South Forsyth. And Brookwood's number one in the state. So, obviously, we're going to have one team in the finals from Gwinnett, either Norcross or Buford. And uh, if Brookwood can take care of McEachern, we'll have a uh, an all-Gwinnett final there in 7A. Definitely exciting on that, and there's there's also been some good basketball on the boys' side from Gwinnett. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's four Gwinnett boys' teams that made the final four. Two, two of those are in seven A. Uh, Grayson made it. Uh, they're going to play Wheeler uh, in the semifinals. Of course, that'll be a big time test for for Grayson. Both those teams are loaded. Uh, Norcross made it. They're going to play Cherokee in the opposite semifinal. I think Norcross should probably win that one and get back in the finals. They're, they're the defending champs, of course. Uh, Lanier is going in the finals against or semifinals against Lee County. And uh, the Providence Christian boys were kind of the, kind of the surprise. They, they made it to the semifinals. They're going to play model uh, in their semifinal. Providence just keeps on rolling uh, down there in double A. Uh, Samuel Thacker, he's having a big season, one of the most underrated players, I think, around. Uh, he's a big-time scorer. Uh, Grayson boys uh, had a tremendous defensive effort in their quarterfinal against Walt- Walton. They held Walton scoreless in the first quarter and held him to seven first-half points. So that's some uh, pretty serious defense there by the Rams. Uh, in the quarterfinals, Norcross had to survive an overtime, overtime thriller with Newton. I think that was a state championship type game. Both those teams are really talented. Uh, Norcross went to overtime and won it on a uh, Mari Jordan tip in there uh, just before the buzzer in overtime. And then Lanier with a huge win in their quarterfinal. They played Grovetown, the number one team, the defending state champion, and uh, and pulled out a huge win there at home, 62-58. to 58. So breakthrough win for the Longhorns. Just a, that's a great upset for Lanier and just I mean all the teams it's fun to watch this will be an exciting weekend for them too because uh the semifinals will be there some of the games are at West Georgia some of them are at Georgia State I drove by the uh the Georgia State facility the other day and was just in awe of how how awesome it looks so definitely fun for these guys to get a chance and girls to get a chance to play on a college court 
Yeah, so it's kind of more of the state tournament feel. Back back in the day, they would have uh, have a lot of sites where they had a bunch of first-round games at one side, a bunch of second-round games at one site. So this is more of the state tournament atmosphere, uh, I think. They've gone back uh, over the last decade, I guess, or so, the, having it more at individual schools in the first three rounds. So you get to feel more that's like a regular season game. But when the teams get to neutral sites and start playing uh, multiple games at the same place, you have fans of different teams there. Uh, it gets to be pretty fun. It gets to be that state tournament-type atmosphere. Absolutely, is exactly what we what we love to see. What are some games that you think will be really good ones to watch this weekend? Uh, I think uh, probably going to be uh, Grayson and Wheeler is going to be be definitely definitely one to watch. Obviously, Wheeler's a state championship favorite and uh, really powerhouse team. Got loads of talent on that team, and I think the same could be said for Grayson. Grayson's a little bit younger, but I think Grayson's going to be a a pretty good test for Wheeler. I think that's going to be a really good really good fun game to watch. Uh, on the girls' side, I look forward to seeing Norcross and Buford. I'm, I'm not sure how either one of those teams are going to score because uh, that game is going to be really impressive on the defensive side of the ball. They both really get after it defensively. So it's going to be a battle there between Norcross and Buford to see which team makes it through the uh, girls' championship game. And what about the matchup with Hebron and Wesleyan? In the yeah, that one's, that one's going to be a big one. That's our only Friday game. The rest of the games are going to be Saturday. But the, the Friday afternoon game between Hebron and Wesleyan girls is going to be big time. I think that whoever wins that, that game is probably going to be the championship game favorite. So it's going to be kind of the de facto championship game. I think both those teams are very talented and certainly always in the mix for state championships uh, at that level. Um, I think both those teams are uh, are very talented. There's a lot of backstory there. The Hebrew coach Jan Azar was was Wesleyan's coach previously, where she won 13 state championships, and uh, and, and Wesleyan's now coached by one of her former players, Carolyn Blackman, uh, who played for her at Wesleyan. So it's there's a lot of uh, a lot of it's an interesting game for a lot of different reasons, I guess. But I think if you look at this game, uh, Wesleyan's got probably the best player in the game. Uh, Chit Chat Wright, her and Aubrey Beckham are probably probably one and two right there as far as talented players. Uh, and, and both are going to be key in that game. I think Hebron's a little bit deeper, plays a little bit more players. So that may come into play to see uh, to decide who wins that one. You got to love it when two teams that know each other pretty well get to meet up in the playoff and, and have a big have a chance to go to a championship. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun. For those of us who can't make it over to Carrollton or into Atlanta for the games, there there will be streaming for this, right? Yeah, there will be streaming, and it's it's going to be tough to get to all those places. I know uh, a lot of us would like to go to those games, and uh, they're, they're pretty scattered. We have a, we have a game at Georgia College. We have uh, some of our other county te- or area teams are playing down at Fort Valley. Some of Georgia, Georgia College, Georgia State, West Georgia. So it'll be scattered all over the state. But probably the best way to do it is to get there and stream the games and make sure you can uh, catch it, catch a bunch at the same time if you'd like to. Absolutely, it'll, it'll be a fun weekend of basketball and kind of a, a nice little preempt for for March Madness coming up here in a few weeks. So a lot of fun. Will as always enjoy talking to you and uh, look forward to next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Lanier High School has earned the College Board AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award for achieving high female representation in AP Computer Science A. Schools honored with the AP Computer Science Female Diversity Award have achieved 50% or higher female exam taker representation in one or both AP Computer Science courses or a percentage of female computer science exam takers that meet or exceed that of the school's female population. Sally Holloway, Gwinnett County Public Schools Director of Artificial Intelligence and Computer Science, says the award is an acknowledgement of Lanier High School's commitment to inclusivity. With more than 1,100 institutions achieved either 
50% higher female representation in one of the two AP Computer Science courses or a percentage of the female computer science exam takers meeting or exceeding that of the school's female population during the 2021-22 school year. In 2022, Lanier High School was one of 209 schools recognized in the category of AP CSA and the only school in Gwinnett County to be recognized. Lanier has worked with its partner, State Farm IT, and the cluster schools to create a culture that supports more diversity in computing and other STEM fields and are seeing the fruits of their labor. Beyond the College Board recognition, Lanier High has always been well represented at the National Center for Women and Information Technology local and national awards. The school regularly sees dozens of schools recognized at the Georgia Awards Ceremony. Additionally, Lanier has had five girls recognized nationally, including a national honorable mention for Valentina Diaz-Romero and national winner McKenna Riley for 2023. In its long and distinguished history, Buford High School has won untold state championships in just about every sport. And now the time has come to make some room on the school's trophy display for the school's latest state crown. On February 24th, Buford's game day cheerleading squad won the state 7A state championship at Columbus State College. It was the team's first state title in its four-year history. Co-coach Caroline Parker said that the competition, which began with 16 teams in the preliminary round and had eight in the final round, called on squads to showcase their skills in a band chant, a crowd-leading cheer, and a routine that accompanies their school's fight song. The 24-member squad, which was selected last April, is made up of cheerleaders from the Wolves football and basketball games. And now that they know just exactly what it takes to win a state championship, the next season will serve as a lesson on how to effectively defend the championship. There were six seniors on the 2023 team, and Parker said she was pleased that they were graduating on such a high note. And those involved will get to take a brief break, although it won't be long before the title defense begins as tryouts begin in three weeks. And now here's community reporter Matt Golden with five events to get you out there this weekend. Hello Gwinnett listeners and welcome to March. It's going to be a great weekend in Gwinnett County, and we've got five events to get you out there. For additional events, please head over to the Gwinnett Daily Post community calendar. First off, it's the Big Bounce America. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Big Bounce America is 16,000 square feet of crazy inflatable fun and action-packed entertainment for all ages. Being the world's biggest bounce house means you will get a variety of experiences which will include basketball hoops, climbing towers, and giant slides. Kids will enjoy a giant ball pit to swim around in and frolic with their friends and others. For more information, head over to TheBigBounceAmerica.com. As we talked about earlier at Cool Ray Field, it's Sip and Swine Barbecue Festival. The annual Sip and Swine Festival takes place today and tomorrow at Cool Ray Field, with proceeds going to benefit Home of Hope at Gwinnett Children's Shelter. The two-day Kansas City Barbecue Station event showcases live performances by local bands, a slew of food and craft vendors, and family-friendly activities. Admission and parking are free. For more info, head over to sipsandswine.com. Today from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
it's the Lake Lanier Boat Show at the Margaritaville Docks at Lanier Islands. The Lake Lanier Boat Show allows everyone from aspiring boat owners to seasoned boaters to experience boats where they belong in the water. In addition to the opportunity to shop from over 270 boat models representing more than 50 top tier brands from trusted local dealers, attendees will get to experience live music, shop lake life gear from area vendors, learn angler tips during a fishing seminar, and more. The musical lineup will feature Owl Creek Band on Saturday and Robbie Lit Band on Sunday. Both shows begin at 1 p.m. Cost is $15 a person, which includes resort parking. For more information, please head over to LakeLanierBoatShow.com. Saturday morning at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., it's the third annual Swanee Beer Fest Beer Chaser 5K. The Beer Chaser 5K offers a thirst-quenching twist on the traditional 5K. This timed Peachtree Road Race qualifying event is fitting for anyone, whether you are a competitive runner trying to beat your own personal record, or you're just looking to sip and stroll with your closest beer buddies. Just choose the ticket that best fizzes up your beer belly, either non-stop or with beer stops, and everyone will cheers together at the finish line. Cost is $50 to $60. The after party starts at noon at Still Fire Brewing. For more information, head over to swanneebeerfest.com slash beer-chaser-5k. Tonight from 7 to 9 p.m., it's First Friday Concert in Norcross at the Norcross Cultural Arts and Community Center. The Rain Men, a group of Atlanta-based veterans who specialize in rock and roll hits from the 60s and 70s, rock this month's concert. Doors open at 6 p.m. For more information, go to norcrossga.net. Hopefully some of these events pique your interest, and maybe I'll see you out there this weekend. For the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast, I'm Matt Golden. Have a fun and safe weekend, Gwinnett County. It's hockey time in the A. The Atlanta Gladiators return to Gas South Arena for another season of huge hits. Incredible goals. Lands down for Oliver. Oliver shoots and rebound loose. They score! And wild celebrations. Head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to get your tickets today as we celebrate 20 years of Atlanta Gladiators hockey. The Atlanta Gladiators, Atlanta's hockey team. Again, Tyler gets it back. Near side Vitelli. He shoots and scores! Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for bus drivers. The Gwinnett County Public Schools transportation team transports over 133,000 students to school every day. GCPS also offers world-class training for drivers. You'll get commercial driver's license training from a team of professionals, all while receiving full pay and benefits. Earn up to $2,703 an hour and make the difference in the lives of students. To apply today, visit gcpsjobs.org drivers. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash briefing or your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.